It is Matt Mosley, the Matt Mosley Show, ESPN Central Texas, on this Good Friday. And, uh, man, it is so, it's so great to have Mrs. Barbara Walker on with us today. And, uh, Mrs. Walker, uh, what a beautiful ceremony that was the other day. And the statue going on in front of the Tidwell Bible Building. Uh, I just want to congratulate you. It's a well-earned, well-deserved, an amazing uh, honor and a tribute to you. And uh, thank you for being uh, on, on my show this afternoon. Well, thank you for inviting me. Yes, I really did enjoy Tuesday. It was, it, I, I'm still full <laughs> emotionally from that experience. It was, it was really beautiful. Well, and you've been honored for years as one of the first black black graduates ever at Baylor University. But I bet just uh, having everybody there and then a representative from the Reverend Robert Gilbert's family, his son, speaking, I bet so many memories uh, came back to you, so many changes over the years and everything. First of all, what's it, what is it like to see a statue of yourself. I'm sure you had been shown along the way of, oh, here's what's going to look like. But when it's unveiled and and you see a statue of yourself, that has to be kind of a a surreal moment. Did you did you did you kind of get to spend some time, you know, with your statue and and what was that feeling like? You know, it was unbelievable. It's it is. It's really something to see yourself you know, in bronze. And uh, the next day before my daughter and I came back to uh, Arizona, we went over and spent some time and took pictures and just, you know, just thought about everything. And I remembered my days when I was um, uh, attending Baylor. And it was just, it's just a wonderful feeling, you know, just to think that they thought enough to want to do something like that to honor me. I, I really appreciate it so much what was it like being over at paul quinn and then making that decision to transfer over to baylor i guess you knew the reverend gilbert i mean y'all came in to, together i mean I, you know it had to be uh quite an experience like in 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 what made you say okay we want to to go to baylor and and were you thinking at the time of hey this would be uh, interesting and a challenge and everything to be, um, you know, to try to become, I mean, what was that whole experience like as you were kind of working through that and then making the decision, decision to transfer to Baylor? Like what was your biggest driving force in deciding you wanted to come to Baylor? Well, uh, Robert and I didn't know each other. I came in 64 and he came in 65 and that was when I first met him. But while I was attending Paul Quinn, I had a professor in history. His name was Robert Sunderland. And Mr. Sunderland is the one who really kind of took me under his wing. And he he felt that I did not belong at Paul Quinn. He felt that my level of education was above what the other students there had. And he felt my being there was going to hold me back. And he's the one that talked to me. He says, listen, Barbara, I know that Baylor is going to be integrating uh, in December of this year. He says, and I want you to apply. I think that you would do well there. And that just opened the door. And and that was it. Once Baylor um, integrated, he got in touch with the uh, admissions office that does the testing and had me go over and uh, take the test 
for entrance into Baylor. And from then on, you know, and I never thought about the fact that I was be integrating a school or that I would be the first or anything like that. I just thought about, oh, I was just wanting a good education. And I just felt like God had really opened up a door for me and I was ready. Now, what did you face when you got over to the Baylor campus? Um, and, and did you feel, you know, like alone uh, at times? Were, were you? Was there acceptance from most of the students? What was the what was the atmosphere like when you when you first got on campus? Well, to tell the truth, basically my three years that I was there. I was kind of invisible in one sense because the majority of the campus acted as if I wasn't even there. I mean, they didn't speak, passed right by me as if I was not even, didn't even exist. But there were a group, though, that was totally different, and that is what made the adjustment so great. First of all, I had a roommate from Montgomery, uh, from Alabama, and she was, we just hit it off just perfectly. So we spent a lot of time together. And there were other uh, people, Linda Robinson, one guy named David, and just a few more that just really opened up their arms to me and just made sure that I felt uh, accepted and that I fit into the campus. And so their, just having their camaraderie was really enough for me. I tend to be a rather shy, quiet person anyway, so I, don't need a, I didn't need a big audience. So their friendship was all I needed. It was just perfect for me. Isn't that something? Somebody from Alabama, and who knows what they had heard, you know, growing up and and things like that, but was open and and like you say, you got to be uh, roommates. Uh, that it's just a it's it's kind of fascinating um, to to think back on all that. So sociology is what drew you in. And you said it was a history professor, and you went on to have an incredible career in social work. Now, what was it about sociology, and and um, and what was offered to you at that point? Like, I remember having sociology classes at Baylor, and and had a couple of them. Dr. Larry Lyons, I think, comes to mind. There might have been a Dr. Miller. Um, what was the uh, what were those what were those classes like, and what w- what attracted you to that field? Mainly, it was, I think, it was Dr. Osborne. He was the one that I had most of my sociology classes underneath. And he would, you know, we would talk and kind of he explored with me what I was really interested in and how did that tie in with sociology. And he knew that I was really interested in working with people. And he suggested uh, I look into going to graduate school in social work. And so... I, I did. Uh, he helped me uh, locate some schools that had a master's degree program in, socio- in social work, and Florida State offered me a full grant to go there. And so that's where I ended up and spent uh, that year and a half there getting my master's degree. Tallahassee was a very different experience from Baylor. I, that, was, that is where I really met the prejudice. And uh, mm. I'm just outright hatred and people really just being really mean. But I think my state my, that I had at Baylor prepared me for going on to Tallahassee because I realized that all people were not the same. There were kind and gentle people everywhere. And um, so God even prepared people there for me. 
that really made the transition into all of that that hatred and racism that existed at Tallahassee, and it uh, that really made it t- tolerable, because that my the students in my class in graduate school were just was just absolutely wonderful. We couldn't find a place to stay. There was one other African American girl with me. Uh, she was from California, and uh, we could not find a place to live when we got there. And one of the students in our class, we ended up having to go over to Florida A&M University, the African-American university that's there in Tallahassee, and find housing where their students uh, had housing. And one of the young men from New York, a young Jewish young man, bought a car for us to use for transportation to go back and forth to school so that we would be able to go to school. So, I mean, so there's always, even though when there's been people who wanted the worst for us, there's always been others who were more than happy to help and did. So it really made a, a, a beautiful experience in transitioning from Baylor to Florida State. That is, uh, yeah, that is remarkable. And, uh, boy, I, I tell you, that is that really is something that people that would reach out even during those times where it wasn't popular yeah. to do. Barbara Walker joining us on the Matt Mosley Show, ESPN Central Texas, one of the first black graduates ever at Baylor University, along with Reverend, uh, Reverend Gilbert and uh, his son spoke. You dedicated this to your mom and since boy education was huge to her and so when you graduated from Baylor you felt like she was doing that too tell me uh what your mom's name uh was and 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 what was uh uh and and, you know kind of how she inspired you in that way okay well her name uh is Jimmy Lee Ball Jimmy Lee Ball and she grew up there in Redbird it's an all it's an all African-American town that I grew up in and she always excelled in her education. And when she was denied the ability to go to school because of lack of funds, uh, there is a Langston University is the African-American university that's there in uh, Oklahoma. And when she could not do that, uh, ended up having all of us children, 13 of us. <laughs> and, you know, it was just, I could see she, she she was teaching me reading when I was three years old. And all of us, before we started to school, she always laid a foundation for us. We always had to, we had to know how to read. We knew how, had to know how to write our names and just important things she felt that we should know before we started to school and not have to depend on uh, other people to teach us. And she just started that young and it just really stayed with me and, uh, it was just really just deep in my heart. It just touched me how much education meant to her. And I felt like it was important for me to excel and to do well as well for her. Man, I just think about how much, uh, how proud she would be. And, and, uh, and then I'm sure you had quite a few. Now, y'all had like 100 uh, folks and maybe a lot of family members and I'm sure friends uh, did you have some, were some of your siblings able to, to be there? Who did you have in attendance? Well, um, um, my sister, I only have one sister left that uh, all of the other siblings have passed on. In fact, my brother, the last brother, he passed on Monday. Uh, he had just passed. and um, Oh, I'm so, sorry. 
Yeah. So, but it was, I was able to have just about all of my siblings uh, were represented through their children and grandchildren that came. So it was, it was like a family, family reunion for us as well, because (laughs) so many of them came together. I just never thought that I meant that much to anybody that they would make that sacrifice to come. And it was really wonderful to see them. And they just really, you know, really cheered me on. And my grandson was able to come. My grandson graduated from Baylor 50 years after I graduated. And so he was able to be there with his wife and and their two children. And they drove all the way from from, uh, Phoenix, Arizona. (laughs) <laughs> and they have, uh, so it was, it was just really a thrill for me to have them there. And just so many others uh, that when they found out what was happening, they said, oh, yes, oh, yeah, I'm, I'm going to be there. And my uh, daughter, who goes with me, because I, I sometimes I need assistance and help in getting around, uh, she was right there. And when her best friends found out, four, three of them, immediately made reservations and flew down here with us. So it was great. It was, I couldn't, I coun't help but feel really wonderful. It was almost surreal. It was just uh-huh. so wonderful to see so many people who came out. And I'm sure the Gilberts had that same experience. What a legacy boy! your grandson. That is so neat that, that the Baylor, you've kind of kept it in the family all these years. Now, uh, the seven-foot-tall statue, what was the process like of Victor, the sculptor, um, getting ready to do that? Like, I think, he did he come out to California and spend some time with you? Were there any moments where he was kind of sketching some things out and, and, and trying to get, what was, what was that process like? Well, uh, when we first, when he was first elected, he had, gathered information on his own. He had just really researched uh, both Robert and my history just to get a feel of what we were like, what it must have been like being to school there. And then when he started sculpting, he he didn't come out here uh, in Arizona where I live, but we talked on the phone all the time. He constantly asked me uh, different things and how, what style of clothes and everything else. And then I sent him the outfit that he did. I sent that outfit to him, and he used it in uh, for making the cast for the for me. So he kept in touch from the beginning to the very end, always asking my questions. He said when he had done the initial model of it, he sent that to me, had me to make comments. We changed a few things, and he was so amenable to whatever I suggested. If I didn't quite like the way the jacket was hanging in the back or something he made all the adjustments without any questions at all so he he really wanted me to be pleased with the work that he did and and i was i really was he did a beautiful job well people will be visiting that for a long time i'm glad you get to see it and every your family what was your favorite place on the the baylor campus um when you came over in, in 1964, and was there any place that uh, special uh, that you would either study or rest, or was there what was your what was your favorite part of campus, a, a building or a, a part of campus at Baylor? I think probably the student union. That because that the student union had a lot of activities, and uh, it had a bowling alley. I took bowling while I was there, so I got to learn how to bowl there. 
And in my dorm, I stayed in, in Memorial Hall, and we had a study uh, lounge up on the, I guess it was the third floor of that building. And also where my, uh, I had pledged Kai's, which is a service club, and I, that our meeting room was there too. So that held a lot of fun memories for me. So I really liked, I really liked my dorm where I lived. I stayed there all three years while I was there. Boy, I know it well, and it's where I, we would eat at Memorial Hall, my fraternity, and, and uh, I never found any of the study lounges on campus, uh, Mrs. Walker. <laughs> I, was, I was still looking for those, but I did that bowling alley. I took bowling as well, maybe my freshman year at Baylor. So um, did you become uh-huh. a pretty good bowler did you keep bowling uh throughout life or did you give that up i bowled for years and it really i really enjoyed it a lot just in these last years with my knees and feet not working as well as they used to i've given it up but i often think about it but yeah i really enjoyed bowling and yeah i did it for several years after leaving baylor well i tell you it was oh go ahead I was just going to say, one of the things that I really liked, you were asking about favorite places. One of the things that I really liked about my dorm was because we, at that time, uh, I don't know when you attended, but when I attended, uh, Memorial had the family-style dining, where we all sat at the table, and then the food was set on the table and passed around. It was really wonderful. I noticed when I went back, oh, several years later, and I was in the dorm. I noticed that it was no longer family style like that. But uh, but I, that was one of the things that I really enjoyed. You got a chance to sit down and meet with you know meet and talk with the people at your table. That was a fun memory. Yeah, that one big room with the mirrors in there. That's where we would meet, and and uh, and you know some of that stuff hasn't changed. They do have. I I think the food finally, as I was graduating, Mrs. Walker improved a little bit. They had sandwich stations. You know, they had more items to get them. Uh, but uh, but yeah, those are uh, those are those are wonderful memories. Well, it's fun to get to visit with you, and I really appreciate it. And then listening to the ceremony and all the speakers, President Livingstone. Um, I bet that was kind of neat for you to, to spend time, and I'm sure you've met her before, visited with her, but the first female president at Baylor. Uh, yeah. And, and, yeah, that, that, that had to be kind of, uh, I'm sure y'all have enjoyed getting to know each other. Yes, we have. It's really been nice. We, uh, I think the first time I met her was when one of the homecomings, yeah, it was during one of the homecomings, and I was in the homecoming parade, and we spent the what was it? We spent that evening up at the game, up in Bay. I guess she has her own special, special space up there uh, mm-hmm. in the stadium where you can out, look out and see the game playing, and they serve all this delicious food and things. So that was a real treat when I, when I was there, and my grandson got to be up there with me um, that year because he was still at Baylor. But yeah, it, it was really nice. She is really a nice lady. It's, I'm just so uh, proud of all of the things that she has brought to Baylor. She was definitely a, a breath of fresh air for Baylor. And, and and I understand that her contract has been extended until when? Uh, 2032, I think they said. So I was really happy that Baylor appreciates what she's doing. Yeah, I think uh, uh, she's done a tremendous job. Well, it's uh, 
this has been a lot of fun, and uh, I do hope uh, one of your next visits, let's stay in touch because I want to get to meet you in person, and uh, I'll, I'll obviously see your statue a lot, but I really want to get to <laughs> to know to see you in person. So let's uh, let's keep in touch, and, uh, well, Lori put us in touch, and she does such a great job for Baylor. So love getting to visit with you, and congratulations. Yeah. I mean, just a uh, – uh, you're a very humble person, uh, but still, uh, it, it was an amazing, it was a big moment for the university, um, you know, when you graduated. And uh, and you may not have thought that much of it at the time, but now looking back and everything that's happened, it was a, uh, it was a, it was a big moment. And, uh, and I, I, I really appreciate the time today. Well, I thank you. I thank you for taking the time to interview me. This has really been nice. You bet. And if you ever want to catch up on Baylor sports, we'll, we'll, I'll let you have the app, you know, where you can listen to me. Okay. We talk a lot okay. of Baylor athletics, so, uh, we'll, uh, we'll get that information to you. Okay. Thank you so much. <laughs> you bet. There she goes. Barbara Walker, Mrs. Walker, um, joining us on the Matt Mosley show. You can see her statue now in front of the, um, the Tidwell, uh, Bible building, and they've done some really nice things to Tidwell uh, in recent years. And now, right out in front, the Reverend Robert Gilbert and then Barbara Walker graduated in 1967. Both uh, transferred over from Paul Quinn. It wasn't that amazing. It took a professor saying, hey, I think you need to be over here. I think you need to try to go over here to Baylor. And she wasn't thinking about being a trailblazer or anything like that. She just thought, well, I'll do what this professor is recommending and, and went on to, uh, to great acclaim in, the, in, the, in mental health and working with people, social work. She used that degree for over 30 years in California. So a uh, wonderful way uh, to start the Easter weekend visiting with Mrs. Uh, Barbara Walker. 